25 and ready. What up, Josh? What's happening, Andrew? Uh, feels like we haven't done this in a while. <laughs> it feels like forever. But we actually just did last week in a YouTube-only video called The Hut Tub Time Machine 2. And why is that? It was our second one. Our second tub that we untubbed. We unboxed it. Which is really a creative name, to be honest with you. Uh, the two part, because it was the second tub we had unboxed. Yeah. So, it, you know... It flowed. There was like, synergy there. We like to keep up with the times. Exactly. And, uh, with add, pop culture. Adding the number two is how you get it done. Exactly. Well, Hut Tub. Hut Tub's pretty good. Hut well, tub. welcome to episode 46 of the Hollow Chronicles podcast. Is that what number it is? We're 46. Mm. I'm, I think I think hope we're at 46. Otherwise, I'd look silly. Yeah. We're your hosts, Josh and Andy, and it's been a couple weeks since we've done a podcast in the traditional sense. Um, we've been vacationing with our families. Yeah, how was your vacation? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, road tripped with my wife. We left the kids at home. You basically went to Tatooine. Yes, and <laughs> the beginning of Indiana Jones and <laughs> The Last Crusade. Yeah. We road tripped through national parks in Utah. Yeah. It's awesome. Just my wife and I, no kids, kind of, what do you want to do today? Okay, let's go there. What do you want to do today? All right, let's go there. It was awesome. Best way to do it. And national parks are a great COVID vacation. They are. They're getting a lot of attention right now yeah. because of that, because it does make sense to be outdoors and 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 so forth. But yeah, they're, it's a, they're still pretty safe. I mean, yeah. I think, I think it, there's a tax on the local uh surrounding communities for those national parks where the normal stuff like eating at a restaurant or but you know just be safe and and then you went on vacation when i got back yeah we kind of back to back our vacations with a little bit of a week break in between which kind of is part of the reason why our pods have been sporadic now um but yeah i did i went the other direction i went north since obviously you and i live next door to each other but uh <laughs> We live next. We live well, relatively next door close. in the sense, in a podcasting sense, we're practically roommates. Yeah, yeah. We ha our birthdays are a week apart. We yeah, just, we just realized our middle names are the same. <laughs> it's really creepy. <laughs> it's getting creepier. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I went north to uh, from where we're at to uh, Yellowstone. It was great, and we experienced kind of the same thing. Uh, Nature's beautiful. Nature's gorgeous. Nature's amazing. I took, I did take the kids with us, um, but it was because I kind of made that commitment of like, hey, I'm taking them to Yellowstone. I went through there once uh, about four years ago. Yeah. And thought like, wow, like just a quick pass through on our way through um, for a long road trip and was like, man, I'm coming back here. So if you haven't been to, either, and I, I really was torn because you and I talked a lot about your trip and I, yeah, we did Arches, oh, Bryce Canyon, yeah. and yeah. Zion. Yeah, which is, depending where you're at on in the uh, great USA, uh, 
it's hard to beat the West here when it comes to. Well, I was just going to say, you know, we live in Washington state, right? And Washington state is beautiful. It is gorgeous. It's green forests. We have mountains, we have oceans, we have kind of the plains on the Eastern side. I mean, high plateau, high desert plateau. Yeah. It's, we, we've got a lot that uh, if you like to be outside, we have a rainforest. Yep, we have Puget Sound and the Strait of Juan de Fuca, which are beautiful. The the uh, San, Juan, San Juan Islands, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of beauty, natural beauty in Washington, and I was blown away by Utah. You're right. <laughs> I, know. I mean, Salt Lake City was beautiful. Yep. There are things in the southern part of the state, you know, in those national parks that just aren't anywhere else. Yeah, in the world. In the world, yeah. Yep. So, and that's the same with Yellowstone. And, Yellowstone. And has, I, I've never been there, and I was going to ask uh, since we've turned this into national park talk here. It's fine. Um, I imagine Yellowstone as being very woodsy, like the Pacific Northwest, but grandiose in a way that Washington isn't. Yeah, it, that's a good. That's a very good description, except for the fact that it changes. Uh, I don't even. It just changes. Um, uh, type of view that you have so quickly you're going from plains with mountains surrounding you to 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 you know they have the geysers and all the it's just it's right. the weirdest uh topography of 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 landscape you know it's crazy sometimes you feel like you're on mars and then you go two miles down the road and yes you're you're in climbing mountains going through a Grand Canyon-esque type. And then you're dropping into a plain where buffalo or bison. Will... Did you see buffalo? We saw a few. Uh, this isn't the right time of year for them. It, it was pretty warm. Did you see any bear? We did. I saw a bear. A bear. A bear? A bear in the right spot. It was cool. We did a four. Is it a black bear? We did a four-mile hike in, and Brown it bear. was a black bear. Okay. And he was like the size of a big dog. Big dog. But yeah. you don't want to mess with them. No. No, we have the, black bear here. Yeah, yeah. And they don't get super big, nope. but that's relative. But he's pretty cool. He's super chill. We had <laughs> there was like 20 people on the trail that obviously had stopped to to photograph and video him and he was in the middle of it like a little island in the middle of a stream that was covered in like super Islands lush in the no super lush green that is what we well are. that's what it was and he's just <laughs> he's just kind of laying he's chew, you know they're herbivores for the most part and he's just sure. chewing on grass and every now and then science words wow that was a big word i know because dinosaurs are great but uh he his ears would perk up every now and then it'd be like he'd notice a crowd and then he'd like chill back out and yeah it was cool so I mean, the uh, wildlife that we experienced um i i i fed a squirrel <laughs> out of my hand oh yeah didn't Bryce catch Canyon. rabies or anything? No, didn't bite my finger. Oh. Uh, we saw a single moose. Oh, that's what? Yeah. Where? On the side of the highway. A moose? In Idaho. No. Well, okay. I, I but, bet if you were talking it was, down in Utah. It, I mean, was, it was close to the border of Utah. That's way too south. It was for, weird. We were not meese. expecting that. We were not expecting random moose at the side of a yeah. highway in southern Idaho. But that's the first moose I've seen live like not in <laughs> captivity or on tv or live. something yeah like with my eyeballs not on youtube yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was big yeah meese are big meeses are big uh but yeah good so a little uh andy and josh vacation time over the last couple weeks of july it's good so thank Charge you batteries yeah Get thank you for uh letting us touch with the fam take the break we did slip one in last week for the the hut tub just because we felt guilty. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, to our 
to our tens of fans tens and twenties of fans um but yeah we're back we're back and then you know we're, we're slowly easing into it today right yeah 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 in fact i want to ask you since you know you were gone a week and i was gone for a little bit did you come home to any packages oh man i came home to hundreds of packages my that's an exaggeration <laughs> however it was it was at least 15 packages and none of them had a star wars item in them well i see that you have two packages on I your do, desk right I do. now now those showed up later okay but but my wife has been ordering for her uh young sister's wedding and so i came home to amazon galore but like wedding stuff finally well, so you want to you you dive right into those? Uh, I think we ought to. I, so uh, let me break this down. Okay. So from a collector standpoint, there's, you know, we've talked a lot on collector tips about connections, right? Mm -hmm. So I've got a connection. Yep. Good buddy. Um, who is in Idaho. Right. And he was in the chat for the hut. Tub. He was in the chat for the hut tub. And thank you for joining. His name's Andy as well. Yes. Great name. No relation. No relation. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, he he made me an offer I couldn't refuse while I was on vacation, oh. which was one of the few texts I actually responded to because <laughs> I just put it on ignore. But uh, he made me an offer for something I thought was pretty cool, especially from a vintage standpoint. And so I know exactly what it is in one box. Uh -huh. However, in Entertainment Earth, I should probably put these on the cam here since we have a cam from Entertainment Earth, which I love because now I think inter when I get an Entertainment Earth box, it's exciting. It's just like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea because there's so many pre-orders. You, when you see an Entertainment Earth box on your porch, do you do this? Yes. <laughs> Every time. Okay. Every time. I My wife loves did. it. You have a good salacious My crumb, by the way. loves it. No, I'm not doing it today. Um, but uh, so I, I have a surprise and I know what I got. Okay. Which one do you want first? Um, I want you to do the one that you know you. Okay. So this one is very cool. Do you have and a knife or scissors on you? I already got to go. I'm, I'm, I already uh, prepped. Cool. Come on. Baby. Professional. Come on. Now this is a legit unboxing. He just cut oh, the tape. Yeah. I cut the tape on the top. Mm -hmm. I have not. Cover your address. With Well, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, send stuff too. <laughs> send stuff too. Or show up. I don't care. Join the pod. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, thank you to my my buddy and contact Andy. Obviously, these are, these are the worst things in the world, but uh, I'll take them. So this is pretty cool because, uh, like we've talked about before, the first movie that we remember seeing a Star Wars movie. Let me stop the well that we saw in a theater. The first like, Star Wars truly movie. remember. Like yeah. I I like to tell a story that. I have a vague recollection of laying on the hood of my parents' Pinto in a drive-through and watching Empire. I don't know if that was a re-release of Empire, meaning leading up to Jedi, and so that's why I have a memory because I would have been like three or four. Yeah. Well, those movies lingered. They did. So I just don't know, but I do remember that. But Jedi was was the movie I vividly remember the theater. I even tell my kids, like, oh, you see that theater over there? That looks like the one I went to. So anyway, that was a long buildup. Two, this in a box, vintage. Let me get okay. the popcorn out of it. All right. There you go. Got a couple corns in there. Um, wrong way. Wrong way. That's cool. That's beautiful. And I haven't even seen it yet. Now, there is... I did see in the picture that... Oh, other side, the Andy... 
other Andy sent me. There's a little bit of box damage up there. Just in one little corner, though. One corner, but this is a uh, uh, Star Wars Return of the Jedi laser pistol. Action button activates two-speed laser sound. We've got a pick, which is so interesting because it says Return of the Jedi, but we obviously have a Dagobah scene. <laughs> focus, focus, focus. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you, you go. See it. Oh, other yeah. way, other way. That's a Dagobah scene of Luke pulling the gun on Yoda. <laughs> Which, yeah. And that's oh, where you put your weapon. Oh, where you put your weapon. Um, that's what, you know, that's what you have to love about some of the marketing that went into this because it was so quick. So this, this applies to now because you, you hear this in black series circles that they're repackaging. Right. And this is this, this is, is totally this is an early '80s repack job. Totally, they just slapped a different brand on it, but yep. it's the same gun same that gun. they used for Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. Yep, but just a different, different, uh, different lacing around the box. You now, know? one thing you'll notice on this is that, um, no orange tip on this. Oh. Now, remember that became a safe, safety feature, I think, in the late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, for like Nerf guns for and Nerf stuff. guns, so that kids that were running around school zones with with guns, <laughs> with guns. weren't getting shot by the police because <laughs> they look so dang real. But yeah. uh, obviously, the batteries don't work. Nothing's working here. But it you is, have batteries in it. Have you tried? Oh, uh, I, I mean, I guess you. I just opened the not. box. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but wah, wah. I like your enthusiasm. Ooh, hey, hey, have you tried? <laughs> have the, you tried it? Uh, I'm still trying to get the last piece of freaking packing corn out of there. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's cool. I, I'm pretty I, happy with that. I like that. Are you going to leave it in the box? I'm totally. <laughs> that is a leave in the box scenario right there. Okay. Um, with the exception of possibly, I'd love to slip some batteries in just to hear it. Well, and here's the thing too. It, the box is cool. The box is so cool. I mean, that is totally displayable. And just for those like that, that aren't watching on YouTube, it's in the style of a DL44. It is, yeah. Uh, which makes it kind of funny that there's a picture of luke wielding a blaster because it's not the exact same it's not this is a han dl44 right where luke doesn't have a scope on his it is a dl44 ish isn't luke's scope on the side it's a side mounted scope that's his empire strikes back blaster i don't even know if 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 he has a scope i think it's scopeless and we'll have to that's a great fun fact and actually if we were live someone would correct us right now rfb would know for sure yeah i think that's a great fun fact is that it i I, while i believe that luke's could be classified as a dl a dl model sure maybe not a 44 right but uh i don't i don't think there's even a side scope on that i'm looking at it in the picture and with my yeah there's no scope there unless it's on the other side but yeah so there you go. Scope. I think there's a scope. That's a f- all right. Well, a little. What do we call this? Controversy, <laughs> which will be an underlying theme to this podcast. I'll put it over. Yeah, that's good. That's cool. All right. Yeah. Um, while you, so, while thank you, you to my contact I'm, Andy in Utah. I I have a couple or, things uh, to I share, don't. but I'm not I'm not going to talk about it quite yet. Um, I will say this: that my wife got me this shirt. Dude, I, I was looking. No, no, no. That's cool. But show them your your sleeves. Okay. So, well, for those again that aren't watching, it's it's just a it's just an off white shirt with black print on it. But right. It, but it's a it's a print of the Millennium Falcon on the box, like like Kenner style. 
which is totally awesome. And what really is the cherry on top is that the sleeves, yeah, the sleeves have the vintage figures on them. Yeah, like good good uh, representations of what the vintage figure would look like. I, I love that shirt. That's a great shirt. It's, it's a little hot for summer, but it was a little chilly. This I like morning the dedication, up, but um, yeah, it's like a vintage toy shirt, and I, this is the first time I've worn it. Full disclosure. And it's already one of my favorites, if not my favorite Star Wars shirt. So oh, that's a good one. I'm pretty excited about it. Tip of the cap to you, Mrs. Holocronicles. <laughs> uh, well, hold on. My Mrs. <laughs> that, that brings in a whole nother <laughs> level. Uh, I know our middle names are the same. All right. Um, <laughs> we don't need our last names to be the same. <laughs> no, no. Or our kids' last names. Uh, spent too much time in Utah. All right. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> Let's go for uh, insert polygamy joke. That's uh, <laughs> all right. That's funny. It's all right. I'll tell, you why it, I'll tell you why it's all right later if you have a bad comment. Um, ready for the one I don't know about? Yes, I have a prediction. Can we do predictions? Go for it. I don't want you to predict in case you subconsciously. No, I have no idea. No, I, I'm okay. I I believe it is a black series figure. One. Black okay, series I don't figure. disagree with that. Okay, size of the box dictates now it could be two though i mean that's a box that could have two in it but i only think it's one and here's what i'm gonna say i think it's a black series of i'm i'm torn between plo Koon and kit fisto really yeah i wow that's that's a a good i'm gonna go plo Koon. really yeah okay well now i'm excited if you, would you be, be pumped? If, yeah, Plocoon's great. <laughs> I'd love Plocoon. And right. Kit Fisto. Both of those guys in Clone Wars were awesome. Amazing. Don't look at that. I'm not. Don't look at that. Face down. Invoice, you can look down, but I'm putting it down. All right, here we go. Full box reveal. You're going to see it the same time I do. Get ready, Andy. All right. Oh, now it's the back. I can't tell what it Black is. Black Series is correct. Okay. One. Is correct. One for one. My eyes are shut, so I okay. can just pull it out and show I can't the, see the number camera. Oh. I don't even know what it is. I, I haven't seen. Oh, is it Blokoon? Yes. It's Blokoon. Yes. <laughs> Man, I didn't even look. Good guess. Thank you. You know, you know what that is, Josh. What That's is it? just a guy knowing who his friend is. You're damn right. You know, there's old Coon, right? Blokoon. Here he is. Come on, I'm trying to get him focused in the cameras, but there you PK. go. PK, we call him PK. PK. Pastor's kid. Any P- oh, his mask looks fantastic. I don't. And his voice was cool. Is too. there a Plo Koon Black Series already? This is it. This is the first one, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, and I have to tell you, Master Plo Some of these Black Series I get are a little, you know, they're just, they've been passed down the line a little bit. Yeah, this one is sharp. Okay, this might this is sharp. I, I gotta have to be honest. This is the first time I've ever looked at the box and been like, "Oh, that's clean." Because sometimes they just come a little round, right, yeah, little rounded on the handled. edge. They come handled. This is very clean. You know what? Our uh, our friends at the Palaboys, they would they would be happy to see that because I know they've been a little frustrated lately with some of the care or lack of care in packaging. No, very, no, and I don't I don't disagree with them because there is uh, you know and I'm not as sensitive. I don't but, I, I But I, you I'm, know what? Here, let me let me plug Entertainment Earth. 
they typically do a good job of packing. It's it's when you get things from like Target, Walmart, yeah. you know. Something. No, that that's thrown in sometimes from a, a store. A store is packing that and shipping it because I, th- I think they have a very networked type of shipping, meaning if you have a surplus at a store, they'll send them an order and say, hey, ship this here. Right. As opposed to a centralized warehouse. Because that I, I'm recalling Ooh. back to the I know it just looks. No, I, I, I'm going to bring I, this over. to I you. can tell it. Well, I was going to say that. I remember getting from Entertainment Earth the uh, carbonized Boba Fett in the green box, and it being sharp. I mean, sharp. I don't. That that thing feels better than. Mm. The plastic's nice on it. Yeah. It's not like foggy. Plocoons. Yeah, or scraped up. Sometimes, sometimes the plastic's a little marred from just being rubbed against another figure in a box. You know. Yeah. I love black series. So I mean, that's a that's a cloth cape. That's not a molded. Yeah. I mean that's. That is really cool. So thank you, Entertainment Earth, for... Uh, yeah, if you don't mind, sometimes sometimes you won't be the first to get it if you order from no. Entertainment Earth, but... No. They get it. But they'll get it to you, and, and usually it's pretty good. That's I what... Think I think their clout is coming up as far as uh, pre-orders go, meaning they, they might be moving up the chain mm-hmm. as you know as far as like you know Hasbro or whoever's going to going to shoot it out first or, or maybe a target or walmart will get yeah. it first for the money i'll tell you what i ordered the uh the empire strikes back retro figures right from zavi in march whenever they were announced right to come out still haven't gotten them yeah like well i probably won't be ordering from zavi again yeah that's too bad are they uk based is that the reason i'm not sure I don't I think they might be. Are they? I think they I might be they overseas. So that, actually, it, I'd I th- be good to know. I think they actually are. Um, someone's going to, you know, comment on it. But yeah, that's fine. I think I we would like to know. When I looked, they were. So I'll I'll check for you and see if. Uh, oh, it says, uh, yeah, United Kingdom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Zavi's. All right. Well, then that makes a little more a little sense more sense. As to but, why. And I think the UK, you know, bless their hearts. Uh, sometimes they get. A little bit of an exclusive sometimes too, which they deserve because right because they get a lot of things or don't get a lot yeah, of things exactly. over there. So I know. That. All right, all right. I guess I won't. All right, don't rip on Zavi yet. Nah, Jeez. I, if I don't get it by September, though, by the end of September, I'm going to be back to controversy. Damn, controversy. This is a rough pod. Forty six. <laughs> Do you know any famous forty sixes in sports? Uh, no, but what's our next president going to be? 46. <laughs> so there's some controversy well, there. Unless it's Is that right? If it's Trump again, does it he stays 45, right? I think they get the progressing number. I don't know. No, you're right. No, yeah. no, 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 no. They don't progress. No, oh. you're right. All right. Anyway, 46. Anyway, the only controversy. <laughs> controversial figure. Uh 46. The only 46 I could think of off the top of my head is Todd Christensen for the Raiders. Well, we had 45 for Jordan. It's close. It's close. It's not. No. That's the only 46 I can think of. Who? Todd Christensen. Yeah. He was a tight end, kind of an H-back for the Raiders in the 80s. Oh, okay. He had Super a, controversial. He had a long, curly mullet yeah. mustache. He was a Raider, so that's why you're calling him controversial. I guess. <laughs> he was pretty good. Any Raider fans out there? Any? Hello? Me? Hello? I'm a Raider fan. Okay. I'm not, but I just remember him from when I was a kid. Just by proxy, but yeah. I'm a Raider fan. All right, Josh, um, we haven't done one of these in a while. Hello, what have we here? Collector tip. 
So while you were gone, I did a little YouTube video, um, covered a few topics, but one of them was the plan. And the plan was how I was going to finish off the vintage collection of toys. There's one thing that I don't have. I've got the figures. I've got the play sets. I've got all but one vehicle. Okay. And I kind of laid out a plan of how I was going to get it because when you have something specific in mind as a collector, if it's inexpensive, you know, if you see it, you can buy it. You know, it, you don't have to put a lot of thought into it. Sure. You know, if you walk by it at Target or, you know, wherever, and it's like, oh, oh, yeah, you know, Plo Koon, I don't know, I'll just go buy it. Um, but this is a, a, a bigger dollar item. And uh, the Ewok Battle Wagon came out in 85. You know, go back and listen to that on YouTube if you want to get the full breakdown of the plan but the plan was how i was going to finish this off it's something specific something i've wanted slash felt like i needed want need sure um, same thing it, when it comes to i mean really yeah. i mean really and um it's been on my radar for a long time although i haven't been able to set aside you know i i try to set aside like 500 dollars for it not knowing if I would spend 300 or if it might end up being 600, you know, depending on the condition, if it came with a box or whatever. Um, I just wanted a complete one. Right. Okay. Um, whether, whether it came with box and instructions or whatever is secondary. Right. But I would, I, you know, it's the last thing. So I have a plan that consisted of me purchasing a, a collection of GI Joes and then selling most of it and whatever profit after what I spent, I spent 450 bucks, anything over that I would put towards getting a battle wagon. Right. Well, here's an update. Okay. My eBay, I've, I've eBayed on this and some people like to do that. Some people don't, you know, you are paying a premium, a yeah. premium, an eBay For exposure. It's good exposure. It's though. great. You're going to get eyeballs on it. If you know more than you would like a local Craigslist or an offer up ad mm -hmm. or something like that. So, I mean, there's benefits to it and I understand that. And I've been a long time eBay buyer and seller, but um, my eBay auctions have been crushing. <laughs> like legitimately I've, I've sold 13, I've had 13 auctions, you know, some of them just a, a single weapon or mm -hmm. a vehicle with a figure or maybe a small lot of things. Um, and I just want, I just want to tell you, update you that the time that I took, um, cleaning everything, cause they were in, sitting in a garage for a long time. They were dirty and dusty, cleaning everything, organizing, getting all the parts and pieces to the right vehicle figure, bagging them up and, you know, putting the name and the year and, you know, and, sure. and I, I do have familiarity with these things. Uh, so it wasn't. Anything that I needed help for, I'd go to yojo.com and, right. and and figure out what it went to, which is a great resource, by the way, if you're into G.I. Joe's. Um, my auctions have been crushing, and I have the money needed to purchase an Ewok battle wagon. And in fact, there was an auction that ended today for one that was missing two parts. Mm. It was in great shape. It had been <laughs> on display at this this the owner's home mm -hmm. in an ikea display case oh like beautiful. the ones that we have just beautiful and uh, he took pictures of it and it was in there and 
and it was missing two pieces. So it's like it was at a reasonable price, but it's missing two pieces. Concurrently, there is an auction for a box with instructions. Um, and two pieces? That'd be funny. I'm just no. <laughs> that would be serendipitous. <laughs> but yeah, It's his um, wife. <laughs> bummer. I got you. Yeah, bummer. Um, but I, I here's the update. I bid the opening bid for that battle wagon. Yep. No one else bid. I got it. Oh, I got the battle wagon. Now it's missing two parts. One of the parts is on eBay for a buy it. Now there's two on there. Um, and they're parts that don't show up often. Sure. But there happens to be two and they were both buy it now prices. So I bought, I bought one of the parts and then I have a bid in for the box with like three days to go. And I'm saying this, well, there's people listening that could potentially bid against me if they wanted to <laughs> raise that. <price>. Uh, <laughs> so I, here's, here's where we're at today. The plan setting out a plan to get something. It's my collector tip. If it's something specific, it's a little bit more of a high dollar item. You know, I just don't have 500 bucks. I can just grab and throw at it. I had to save a little bit or I had to have a plan on how to get that, get those funds. And it worked to perfection. Mm. I have a battle wagon on my way. It'll be in my possession this week, along with one of the two parts that's missing. Uh, Spoiler alert, next pod. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully by next week, I'll, I'll be able to sit here and, show you and and uh because well, really <laughs> not a lot of people have this thing it's it's not a wildly collectible item that right. people have it's not like a farm boy luke which everybody had in 1980 you know so i have two two things i want to add to that so first of all i want to talk about your plan which i think is awesome because i think part of your plan or your description of the plan is patience and we live in a very impulsive society these days, right? I mean, we're getting everything in 30-second hits. I mean, right now, you're uh, you're 30 minutes into this pod, and you probably have tuned us out because that's just the way it is, right? <laughs> if you don't hook me and keep me... Or, or, I don't know. That National Park was pretty stimulating. It was stuff. just a great convo. Um, anyway, <laughs> but no, no, we get it. Like, boom, we're just a very impulsive society. We've mm-hmm. been programmed that way, just standing in line to buy the food that you've bought you're in an impulse aisle, <laughs> right? Like microwave oh, I society. need some, a deck of cards and, you know, some, some chapstick. This is great. Uh, but so uh, as that translates to a collector, I'm kind of, I, I have to control myself because I'm very impulsive. However, I'm repulsed by waiting. Like, ah, that's got three days to go in an auction or something like that. Or, 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 or it's too far away, or I don't know what the shipping is. I mean, I'm immediately repulsed by any obstacle that comes in the way of my collecting sometimes. Now, other times, you know, finding it or talking with someone, it's all fine. So I, I like that about, about you, you You plan your stuff out. I mean, you literally bought a lot of a, of a you know, you do love G.I. Joe's, but, and and then you sold them off to then then acquire enough funds to to buy the battle wagon. So I think that's a great tip. Um, I think it's necessary sometimes. Yeah. Um, you know, 
it's smart to budget just in life generally, you know, like you have an idea of what's coming in. So you know what you can spend. Right. Well, I think even if you have enough funds, like you said, like you have $500 to throw at anything, but do you have $500 that makes sense to throw at? Right. At a battle wagon. Right. Sure. And so, it's not going to be a detriment to my family. No, 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 no. They're not going to not eat this month or something, (laughs) but, but also you have to be responsible. And I think justification is good because look, at the end of the day, we're a bunch of grown people buying toys that remind us of our childhood and make us happy. When we look at them, they're definitely not a need, right? They're definitely a want. However, they're in need in the sense of like, look, mental health and being happy is a great thing, right? Sure. Mm -hmm can't buy that so actually you can you can you can (laughs) just have a little patience and budget but i think putting a parameter on on how you acquire it is is good and it's actually something i'm working towards too you know i'm that's why i'm identifying with it right now it's like i had a long run of kind of just shoot fire and forget like buy that and which is still funny because we just did it today like that that entertainment earth i have to be honest i have i had zero clue i ever purchased that but i did I know <laughs> you have but a better memory than I do. That's to quote painfully obvious. Kylo Ren, but I do, but I do. Um, so, you know, is that as fulfilling as, as kind of working towards No, of course not. It's not even close, you know? So, well, you know, it's funny to say that because, you know, this is a very dad or grandpa thing to say, but, sure. but, Earning it, you'll appreciate it a lot more. And that doesn't, that, that hasn't ever changed. I don't care how dad or grandpa it is. Well, that is true. God, it's so funny because I, on my personal account, not the Hollow Chronicles account on Twitter, I saw today Dan Orlovsky, you know, NFL guy, Mm -hmm. um, he posted, he said, I would rather earn it any day rather than it be given to me. He was talking about an opportunity that, that passed him by that uh he's like i'd rather earn it than be give, be have it handed to me because i'll appreciate it more and i'll take care of it better. he'll treat it right yeah and that's i think that's the main thing like look everybody needs something given to them at some point in their life they yes. need a leg up sure they need a you a, know a, a, a helping hand a helping hand but sometimes if you didn't really need the hand and something laid got thrown in your lap Plo Koon, <laughs> you know, you just don't appreciate it as much. It's going to get thrown in with the rest. I'm going to put it in order, you know, 108 <laughs> between 110, 109. There we go. Um, well, and that's true. The The idea of earning it, I think it's easy to forget because to bring this full circle, you know, the society that we live in is very now. We give, yeah. give it to me now. I want it now. And, you know, give it to me now. And that delayed gratification, mm-hmm. that working towards it, sometimes it might take years, you know, like job wise, it might yeah. take you years or to, vacation wise or something. You it know. Just if you have something lofty that you're shooting at, you may not get it for a while. And not that an Ewok battle wagon applies to life, but the same principle is true. I actually think it applies to life more than if you were using a large example of a house or a vacation or something like that. But, really but it's, do. it's true in the macro right. and the micro. micro like, yeah, I was yeah. thinking like uh, a high school kid is going to take care and appreciate. You know, I think of my son, you know, it's like I'm he he's going to get a car at some point in high school 
and I'm going to make him work for part of it, you know? Right. You know, I'm, I'm, this is where parents, obviously, you know, if you're in a position to, you, you want to help your kid out. And so you do that, but you also want to help your kid out in life too. Like, right. like earn it a little bit. So you won't just off-road it and not care or drive it into a ditch or, you know, right. so I don't know whether it's a high school kid or whether it's an adult in a job or a house, you know, having a plan, earning it, you'll appreciate it. You'll take better care of it. And that way, if at some point you want to get rid of it, it's still in good shape. It still holds its value. You know, my grandparents have things. My grandma has a toaster (laughs) from the fifties that she still uses because she's cleaned it when it's gotten dirty and she's replaced the plug on it because it got a little frayed Mm -hmm. and it works 50s toaster like what 70 years just old get a new toast no i don't need a new toaster i got one that works just fine uh and we're rabbit trailing no i know i don't think we are uh that that to me is is you know we we are in a consumer society and thank god because we wouldn't have you know for for us we wouldn't have all this look even in the 80s we were pumping stuff out you just said it you, we have a repackaged dl44 <laughs> which i just purchased for far too much money compared to the to what it cost the to put it price. out there is the yeah. sticker still on it no no there's no sticker okay. but i'd be curious but you know that that being said you know i think what you were going for too you know with your grandma's um, analogy there was also like if she ever did get rid of it for because it meant something else to someone that that's who she would look for she would look for somebody that it meant as much to as it did to her like i took good care of this you take good care of it you know yeah i think that is a good part of the collecting uh uh, group or a a community community is finding someone that cares as much about it as you have cared for it like come on passing something on that you loved I mean, you did that with your GI Joes. You loved those things. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe not individually, but but as a as a concept, yeah. You know, I mean, that's a that's a good thing. And you want yeah, to it wasn't it wasn't like a I wasn't like pumped to get rid of them. I had a plan in mind, right. as it turns out. But you know, you weigh your priorities, and when I got rid of them, I knew they were going to someone who was appreciate. There you who go. Who was appreciative? And I think so that's that made the me feel good. Word. Right. That I just felt. I think appreciation is the main word. You appreciate the time you put in. You appreciate the effort someone else took to take care of it before you bought it. That's and even if they were feeding me a line, at least I felt good about it. That's what we're all about. Welcome yeah. to America, man. Yeah. You, once it's in their possession, they can do whatever they want. With Give me it. the line. Give me the line that makes me feel good about what I've done. (laughs) (laughs) Validate my opinions, please. Well, Uh, now that we've taught everyone a a, a valuable life tip, a common sense lesson. Yeah, a collector (laughs) tip, life tip. Um, Make a plan. Uh, It's okay. And and if you hold to it, it might. I think you need to hear that, though. I think you need to hear that. It's okay. Someone once told me, like, hey, calm down. Or, you know, be calm. And this wasn't about collecting it, but, but I've uh, translated it over into things like, hey. And it was an older a person who was a little wiser than me. Who Has a little perspective. A little perspective. They said, hey, calm down. You'll get there. Enjoy what you're doing now. I think that's the same with collecting. It's like, hey, slow down. You don't have to own everything today. Just be very. And, and we see that so many times in the collections that are shared with us of the one-off items of someone just so proud 
of the one thing they got that took them a lot of time and and perspective and appreciation and all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. The and moment. So never discount the the person that's going to put up that like you know the plo coon coon that he could mean some way more to somebody else and just put it up and be like I got him. Right. That's huge. So congratulations on your battle wagon. I'm happy for you. You hadn't told me you bought it, bought it yet. You told me you I were know, looking at I, one. I bought it today. Congratulations. Like just before I came over. The auction nice work. Ended. Thank you. Thank you. I uh, feel good about it. Now it's yeah. missing one piece. And so then, you know, uh, my another quest begins. My hunt, <laughs> my hunt is not. Which may be the thing you like the most, to yeah, be honest with you. Like so. <laughs> Let's identify with the real addiction here. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what part it is in case people are listening. Yeah, we don't want we don't want eBay to be all inundated. Don't need that. People people scalping Andy's part. (laughs) All right, Josh. Well, Star Wars news. Did you just cut your own self off with the? (laughs) You're in charge of the board. (laughs) Dang it, me. (laughs) But uh, it's with heavy heart we have this little bit of Star Wars news from this weekend. Um. Longtime actor Wilford Brimley has passed away. And uh, he does have a Star Wars connection. He played a character in the Battle for Endor. Did he? Um, Ewok. Oh, he did. Ewok Adventure. Would you happen to remember his name? Of course I don't. <laughs> I can barely remember your name. You're the name guy. Yeah. But I'm thinking back and all of a sudden I just got, was he... He wasn't in co- like makeup or costume, right? He was so, in a. He was in like no, he was in a costume, right, in a costume but he wasn't right. in like disfiguring makeup. No, 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 no. Or anything He like was that. himself. You could see him. Was clearly. he? He was the kid's like uncle or something, right? Or grandpa? Or, um, am I wrong? Was he in the ship? And then they exited the ship, and he, I don't remember exactly. Which is okay. Unfortunate because I have I I watched that movie like over christmas this year oh that's unfortunate but yeah i, I watched it when i was five it's bad oh it's terrible but teak and he Both was teak them. no teak he teak was teak no no teak was his little guy though and he's like take teak with you and they went out with teak and he stayed in the ship he got sick or something wicket and probably diabetes <laughs> damn it it's too soon you son of a bitch <laughs> You just couldn't help yourself, could you? I can't. All right. Um, Anyway. Well, uh, no, no, no. I remember Wilfred Brimley most from the movie Cocoon. Okay. Which is a great movie. Yeah. It was awesome. I remember him most from the Quaker Oatmeal. Well, of course. I I just meant movies, but yeah. I I, I vaguely recall seeing him in Cocoon. And then recently, in the last 10 years, as a spokesperson. A meme action star for (laughs) diabetes. Yep. Um, his name on, uh, in the movie is Noah. Noah what? Noah Brickalon. I spell that? B-R-I-Q-U-A-L-O-N, I believe. Oh, I'll be damned. He is, he's his little, he's holding the little girl. Yeah, he was like the uncle or the grandpa, probably grandpa. I mean, we don't need to go with uncle. That's creepy. Um, yeah, I'm looking at him right now. I was it was he related? I'm not. He was a human male trader and a mid level scout who, after crashing his star cruiser on Endor, spent decades living as a hermit on the surface. So he he wasn't grandpa. He wasn't related. He's a hermit on the moon. But he found him. 
When wheat left their crash site in search of... Uh, man, there's too much background on Wikipedia. Give me a break. No one cares. Hold on. With a furry teak, uh, teak yeah. named Teak. So Noah's real creative in his naming. Yeah. He named a, a Teak a Teak. It's like having a dog named As his dog. companion, he spent years <laughs> repairing the crash cruiser. Well, so he was repairing the cruiser. Trying to get out of there, but... And then he found the orphaned... Oh, no, Teak found the orphan girl, Sindel Tawani, and her Ewok friend, Wicket Wisteri Warwick, mm -hmm. and welcomed them into the Bequilon's home. So he was like, yeah, he, at this, this was the second movie. The Battle for Endor was the second one. The Caravan of Courage was the first one where she had a brother who, and a, and parents that died. Parents died right away. The brother whose name also was Mace, ironically. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's many Maces in the galaxy. Oh my goodness. Such, such a bad movie. <laughs> Actually, I, I think the Battle for Endor is a little bit better. Is that where they fight the, the giant vampire bat looking dude? Uh, in the cave man, and they get trapped in a cage or is that no that is because i watched battle i watched number two as a kid i didn't watch the caravan of courage caravan of courage well, i watched i own them both if you want to watch them sometime. i don't but we should <laughs> we, we should live we should live watch it well we uh, should actually we should do that now hold on i'm gonna screen share so brimley bad. it's oh, so I bad screwed that up probably uh can i get brimley on here hold on if you're watching on youtube Nah, I can't. Oh, hold on. Uh, Are you sure? Because I probably can. Hold on. Hold on. I think I got him. Here he is. Yeah, I got him right here. Let's see what I got. There he is. Okay. There he, he looks. Wilford looked actually better, I think, before he died than in that picture right there. I wish he would have had his own figure. You know, in part of the Ewoks line or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But nobody from the movies did. I should say... Is that something we should hook up for the uh, custom figures that you can make? You can, actually. I, I did do a quick uh, search on Wilford Brimley Ewoks figure, and there were a couple of custom ones, but... Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, is he just holding a bag of sugar and some Quaker oats? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway right. oh, i just got a notification i've been outbid for the battle wagon box yeah. but there's still a few days on it up all right what else you got um that actually leads into uh... easter eggs so speaking of the battle of endor mm. uh the easter egg for um that I chose uh, also shows up in the Clone Wars around season four or five, I want to say. Okay. And then shows up in the Mandalorian. Any guesses? Clone Wars season four or five. No. Blurgs. Oh, well, Blurgs. Yeah, I'm, I'm the one that found that. Give me a break. And then we, did we talk about that already? Of course I had Blurgs. We talked about that already. We did Blurgs. Did we do Blurgs? Yeah. All right. Is that your Easter egg? Yeah. And he went on vacation. Don't don't blame him. Went Brain went on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's blurgs in the battle for Endor. That's where we first oh, wait, saw wait, wait, him wait, in wait, the wait, stop wait. motion. No, no, no. No. I didn't know there were blurgs in the battle for Endor. Yeah, that's where we first see him. Oh. They were No, you're fact, connected. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was I was I was hitting you because I was doing Mandalorian and Clone Wars, but you're going battle for Endor. Yeah. 
Well, they even briefly showed him in one of the Mandalorian uh, behind the scene, the gallery. They showed the stop motion from Battle. I'm sorry. I heard you wrong. Okay. Yeah. So if you hadn't seen that, that would. No, we haven't talked about that. I didn't know the Blurg went all the way down to Battle for Endor. That's great. Yeah. So So the Blurg's been around for a long time. The Blurg's been around almost since the beginning. So he's not a Filoni creation. He's a Filoni callback. So Filoni's. Or I'm saying Filoni, but you know, right? He's a Filoni Fevro. Uh, yeah, they're, they're saying like let's grab some of these old, lesser known things that things. exist. Yeah, and pull and, them in and use them in the animated just series also and awesome. then use them in the Mando and yes. Yeah. So I don't consider that to be fan service. Me neither. I consider that using the resources that you have, using things that exist in the Star Wars galaxy, and bringing them back. And they're so like. They're a minor thing, but now they've shown up three times. So, no, oh, it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. One in stop motion, one in animated, yeah, no, and one in full. What do they call that? Functional prop, or uh, you know, where he's where Quill is actually sitting on top of something that's moving, and it looks like right. I don't know what they call that. I'm not in the biz. Well, they they do use stop motion when he's looking at the blurgs in the in the in his binox. Do they? Yeah. So that is a very specific callback to Battle of Endor. See, that's very cool. Though. That's not fan service. No. That's just that's a deep. fan making, making the damn newest <laughs> newer show. I mean, that's so cool. Would you not put in as many callbacks as you could if you were the director of a Star Wars film? Well, and also from a television from a series, practical standpoint too. It's like why reinvent everything? Right. Let's just. Let's grab some things that actually exist. But they like also, the whole Cantina remake scene in Mandalorian is just this, that, and the other thing called back from other things totally. on Tatooine. I mean, it was great. But also, aren't we in love with? The, I mean, half the time when those shows are released, somebody spends forty-eight hours picking it apart to find the cool stuff in it. Yeah. So you got to plant some stuff somewhere, right? Exactly. Now, Josh, for I, the nerds, for us, right? I put up a poll this week um, that I doubt you saw. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. It's all right. Um, I just put up because, uh, again, and I don't mean to toot my own horn here, but the eBay auctions that I've done have been crushing it. (laughs) Did I say that already? You did. Um, And so just because uh, I've got a little fun money in my PayPal account at the moment, I just had a wild idea like, if I could afford it, what would I rather have? A vinyl cape Jawa or a double telescoping lightsaber Luke? Ooh. Which would you rather have? Vinyl cape. Easy? Yeah. Not even close? No. You know which one's more expensive? No. If condition is similar? I think the vinyl is. It is. Yeah. Um, but I but I put up on on the Twitter polls. Um, which would you rather have for your collection? Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. The vinyl cape Jawa or the double telescoping lightsaber Luke Skywalker. And do you know what one? Nope. I will say this. In the first half of the vote, it was overwhelming. Luke. Luke. Yeah. Oh, it was 75%, well, 25%. It's obviously Luke, right? And a double telescoping sounds interesting because... Not many exist. No, no. You got single telescoping or whatever you call it. But yeah, you got just one saber comes out of the arm. Yeah. And that was... And I haven't actually even physically seen either of these items. 
in real life. Have you? Uh, double telescope. You have. I have. I, I have, have not I, seen a double telescope. Nope. Only pictures of the vinyl caped Jawa. But, uh, but you know, I think the poll ended up getting, I think, 50 exact votes. Okay. Because it's kind of an obscure topic. That sure. Not, yeah, it's pretty specific. Your casual Star Wars fan may not understand or why, care about why or care. Yeah, exactly. But uh, it ended up uh, 54% to 46%. Luke was the more... Pretty close, actually. It, it caught... I mean, the Vinyl Cape Jawa made a big-time surge at the end there. I got to tell you, the Vinyl Cape is the one that I, like, think about and look for when I see a Jawa. I'm like, Ooh. you know, I'll look. Just and, maybe. Somebody just won't maybe. know what they have. Yeah. I'll give you 25 bucks. Yeah. Which is ridiculous, too, because... It would honestly be if you put a cloth cape next to a vinyl, they'd be like, oh, I'll take the cloth if no value was sure. involved. Because right. cloth look, just looks better. It yes. looks like the Jawas. Correct. Vinyl looks stupid. Yes. So that's why maybe, just maybe, you cross, you know, come across someone that's just like, yeah, I'm getting rid of this Jawa. You yeah. know, I'm like, yeah, I'll give you a, a hundred bucks. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, yeah, it's weird. I know. <laughs> it's weird don't worry it's about it it's 100 bucks you'll be happy you have it oh. <laughs> maybe not when they find out yeah what that, are those that's worth? how i got that's how i got my hollow cheek tuscan raider yeah just on accident right on accident purely accident he's just a tuscan raider he's yeah. a ten dollar you know that's what our our going our going rate for the the bmb is 10 bucks or five bucks or you yeah. know depending on weapon or no I think it's five bucks if he's loose. Five bucks loose. Ten bucks if five bucks loose. You know, yeah. just the, there's the eighty percent of them, and then yeah, yeah. I was just looking if a vinyl shows up. You never know. You know they're out there too. Somewhere they're, just, they're in boxes. Somewhere. They're in toy boxes and attics. They're just rotten. Yeah. I mean, the cloth would rot, but the vinyl is going to live forever. Somewhere. Maybe that's why they're so valuable. Because they'll never die it's like a Twinkie. <laughs> as long as the sun doesn't get near them, but other than that, we're good. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, what would you rather have? Would you rather have a double telescoping Luke or would you rather have a vinyl cape Jawa? Leave a comment. Let us Tell know. Tell us down below. Do you have one? Yeah. I would Are love you I would love to see it. Flex it up. Flex it up. I, I know a guy that has a double telescoping Luke and it's graded. Oof. It's loose graded, but still good. He's got one. It was a it was a I got a plan for this. I've been waiting a long time to get this. It wasn't something that he just I got a divorce for this. <laughs> no, no, he's still he's still with his current spouse. Oh, good for him. Um, now, Josh, the the topic of the day for us, at least as we kind of wind this down to an end, is we were talking before the pod started, is like, how can we expand our audience? How can we expand uh, mm. our reach on the social medias? You know, just, you know, you can do it a couple of different ways you can be shocking right controversy right? you can be controversial in some sort of fashion whether it be howard stern like or um fandom menace -like. fandom menace like you know shocking you say provocative things and either care or not care about what happens afterwards and not care i think is the main way to be if you're going to be shocking you do have to have a, a layer sure on you that oh well i'm going to say this Sure. And I'm going to stand by it and I'm going to support it even if it's poorly thought out. <laughs> um, or you can be entertaining. Kittens. 
You can be cute. You can be kittens. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of like buttons on cute kitten videos playing the piano. And we're, yeah, all right. Go on. So we're going to try, we're going to try and make a conscious effort to be a little less safe with our opinions, be willing to express them a little more freely, not because we're looking to pick fights, but we'll start, we'll start slow. Is, is this the Hall of Chronicles dabbing their toe into the controversy pool? Yes, it is. You guys are not going to believe how. This is the holocontroversial we're about to get. The holocontroversials <laughs> podcast. Uh, and I, I want to read you, it for the end. I wanna, Nobody's listening. I want to read you a quote. Okay, read it. Social media made y'all way too comfortable with disrespecting people and not getting punched in the face for it. Oh, damn. Was that was Iron, that Mark Hamill? Iron Mike Tyson. <laughs> I, I thought it was Mark Hamill. Now that was just a meme. I don't know if Mike Tyson actually said it. it. Sounds like something he would say. It does. And Mike Tyson is the perfect example of people would talk a lot of shit about sure. Mike Tyson because he's had a controversial past. Sure. But I guarantee you, none of those people would say those things to his face. <laughs> Not one. Not. Not even one. A single one. I bet there were people who interviewed him that were nervous about what they wanted to ask. Sure. Sure. They Are thought, you saying we're like Iron Mike Tyson? I'm saying I'm saying we might have to be willing to get punched in the face once or twice. Well, with will, our opinions. I will say this. It's a weird it's a, uh you know, we've said it before on the pod. Um it was very interesting as a Star Wars fan and 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 really, to be honest, a casual Star Wars fan who loved it like with a deep childhood love. Sure. An but innocent love. An innocent love that didn't that didn't transcend into any of my daily activities, right? From time to time it'd come out, boom. If a movie's coming out, I'm in line. I'm talking about me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, from a collector's standpoint, if something came across like a lot or or somebody just hit me up because they knew I like Star Wars, you bet. But it wasn't all consuming. It was such an eye-opener. To, to, to dive into the Star Wars social media field and realize, like, right off the bat, we had some players that liked us as a, ooh, we were starting our silly pod and we're doing our thing. And then to watch their feeds and realize, like, whoa, there's actually, like, real, real animosity or there's real opinions, mm-hmm. real strong opinions. In the negative. In the negative, which are positive in their view, meaning it mm-hmm. should be like this. That's their positive take right. and their negative, you know, representation of it. That I was shocked because mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, seriously? I thought we were all, I thought we all just loved these movies. And yeah, well, you're like, oh, I wish Luke's cape was a little better. You know, Anakin's hair sucked in, in you know, Re- <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. It really was greasy. I got to be honest with you. It was just a grease ball. I mean, they were trying to make him look, you know, dastardly, but whatever. Um, so... And then to see that it was really like an actual divide made us kind of go, whoa, let's pull back and just make sure that we represent what we represent as far as exactly how we came in. Yeah. Totally, now, totally innocent. Now, we we have said before that we at, uh, we're going to try and be a positive podcast. We are. But that's that's really kind of phony a little bit because mm-hmm. it's true. We don't love everything about star wars but we love star wars sure right like we've said a lot that there are things about 
couple of the sequel yeah. movies that there were parts in them that I didn't really jive with or you didn't really jive with. And that's fine. We still love Star Wars. We still love all of Star Wars, but there are things that, eh, you know, not my favorite. I I can, I feel like speaking freely about some criticisms isn't being negative. I think it's just forming an opinion and trying to back it up just like you would in a creative like, but it hasn't you know, social writing class. Wouldn't you say that social media, based on what you just said, has kind of shoved us into a position of being like, well, we have to stay on this side and defend it, even though sometimes oh, yeah. the things that we hear, we go like, I kind of agree with that. That's, or even though that wasn't presented well, it still has a little bit of merit. Of merit yeah. Which I think is, is kind of, you know. Yeah. It, social media brings out the extremes. And well, I th- it also brings out the clicks. It brings out the division. It brings out like pick your sides, which yeah. I don't think is totally necessary. No, like, it's very high school. I think I think we're safe in saying uh, as a positive pod, which I s- still think we're going to adhere to. We're saying like, look, we have our own opinions, and actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna just you know be able to say like I think that sucks, but it doesn't mean that I'm part of this click or sect. I or think whatever you I think how how we separate ourselves is that if I say I thought the whole Canto bite scene in the last Jedi that whole part of the plot was kind of dumb sure and it didn't really move things along like I think it they were hoping it did like I I didn't I wasn't down with that that was to me it was that a was a political dumb. statement that was dumb no it was a political statement well, within wh- a movie whatever it was whatever it was I didn't like it now if you tell me that you liked it, I'm fine with that. Sure. I'm not going to berate you or make you feel like less of a fan because you enjoyed something that I didn't. That's the difference. There are people on Twitter that would call you out as lesser in some way if you had a contrary opinion to theirs. We're not going to sure. do that. No. But leading up to what we're getting to. Oh, it's so controversial. We're going to share a couple of Hot takes. And when I say hot, I mean the mild packet at Taco Bell hot. Yeah. Like actually where you yours just, is a little yours is a little warmer you than think mine. Mine's hot? I do. I like how we I, gave this whole like very uh, so let, let, let me can I just <laughs> add a little yeah. PS on this? You're gonna be let down by our uh, take. No, this is we are not no <laughs> no, but I uh, Andy's like, well, you know, we made a decision. No, we were just talking like, hey, let's uh, you know, p- part of it's like sometimes I feel like I'm too vanilla and I'm holding back when I I'm like that sucks. Which is is fine. So so just just let it be known that here are our warm takes. Here's our warm- <laughs> okay. I'm gonna do mine first because I think it is oh, man. it is uh, very lukewarm. So to speak. I I don't know, man. Uh, I might disagree with you. This is so if you fo- if you follow us on Twitter, you, I posted a picture of this a couple of days ago, but I recently got this, and not. All of you may know what that is right there. This is a soundtrack in a vinyl form. Vinyl predates CDs and cassette tapes. Um, It is the soundtrack to the Shadows of the Empire video game. Now, the Shadows of the Empire video game came out in the mid-90s, I think 94, 95, somewhere right in there. And uh, the story takes place in between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. It is a well-documented fact that it is my favorite Star Wars book. I really enjoyed the video game, which could be played on Nintendo 64, which had its own original soundtrack to it, 
which was unique because Star Wars video games before and after haven't had their own original, uh, at least uh, in the same sense, you know, where they actually had a, a director and somebody who, who made their own music. Now, there are definite tie-ins to some of the John Williams themes in some of the, some of the pieces. Um, but here's my, here's my hot take or my warm take. Um, I will put this soundtrack up against any Star Wars soundtrack. All right. I've, I've listened to this. It's still in the package, but I've, I've heard it. It's great. It's as good as the Rogue One, which I think Giacomi, Andrew or something. I I can't remember what the guy's name. It's a great soundtrack, but I would put this up against it. Mm. Um, Even though, even though John Williams is the maestro sure of star wars of music father but i would put this up against any so hold on say say, don't mince words what are you saying i i think it's really good you think it is okay here's it's not better than star wars or empire strikes back okay but i think it is as good as any other star wars soundtrack okay whether it's prequel sequel one-off um, or I would even include, now this is where it might, the heat might turn up oh, a little let's bit. let's go. Okay. Come on, hit that controversy button. The, the last four episode of Clone Wars, which the music was incredible for. Right. And even just the Clone Wars soundtrack in general <clears throat> is really good. Um, and the Mandalorian soundtrack is very good. That's yeah, better. I think this is, this is as good or better. So you're saying that that's my hot take and it's, and I don't have a lot to back that up other than no, basically you music's ju- a, a lot of opinion formed anyway. So you just said that that's better than seven movies that John Williams has scored. Yeah. Wow. Well, because even, I don't know, man, we're losing followers left and right now. Well, so, so here's the deal. John Williams pulls from his own stuff, right? He, he doesn't ignore the themes that he has previously written, right? Of course. So in some way, he's not ripping himself off, but he is using what has been already laid down as source material for his new stuff, right? Joel McNeely is doing the same thing. Now, he's not the original creator of that, what John Williams is. Right. So I'm not going to say, sit here and tell you that Joel McNeely is a better composer and musical writer than John. I'm not saying that. But you're saying his take on his soundtrack for this video game that actually ended up being done by the Royal Scottish National Cor- uh, Chorus and Orchestra, of course, is very good. And I would encourage you to go form your own opinion about it. My opinion on it is very strong. Okay. Can I, can I, I can, here's my issue. Okay. Haven't listened to that mm-hmm. since I played the game. Sure. Through the speakers on a 27 inch RCA. Right. And it's not going to be in the 64 bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know. So did, I want to, I want to hear did it. Mario in the <laughs> castle. <laughs> I'm doing the Hoth, the Hoth scene where they're, that's what I remember. That music's great. It's all the Hoth music transposed, really, because a lot of that there game, is. a lot of that game is in a snow environment. Yeah. I don't know if it was Hoth or not. It starts off in, in Hoth. I yeah. Believe. yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I do remember that game vividly, at least in that sense, except when I turned it on and, and saw the graphics. I was, I was like, Wampus. 
Yeah, yeah the graphics are far worse than I remember as a kid. But oh, um, bad. Come up and play it with me someday. But here's my hot take to just add on to your hot take. I don't think Mandalorian's music's that good. It oh. kind of bugs me. Oh, really? Yeah. Even like, after watching the uh, the gallery series on the music, yeah. Let me let me just let me just say like huh. like I don't hate it. I have no problem with it, but it does not move me. Okay. I don't I don't appreciate it that much. It, to be honest, it seems almost out of place. Hmm. Okay. I would have preferred a little more, uh, a little closer link to the orchestra that's involved with star wars even though there is an orchestra obviously but i don't know it could just be a keyboard and one guy who can mix real well but i think a lot of it is sure but i just didn't think it's like like i think it plays the part for the levity and kind of the up the upbeat feeling i get when i like i love mandalorian don't get me wrong and the music definitely adds to that It, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't it couldn't not add to that but you're not gonna buy the but i'm not gonna buy nope I'm not going to listen to that music and have it pull any strings for me. Okay. Not like I believe uh, Shadows of the Empire, what you just put up, would for me. I need to listen to it, but I know that there's... a turntable? Two microphones. (laughs) Where it's at? I only have... I have one turntable and two microphones. Yeah, I was backwards there. But anyway, (laughs) um, uh, no, so there's my hot take. But anyway, we'll move on because that's a stupid take. Man, we're so... Damn controversial right oh, now. God. Watch your mouth, man. My seat is hot. Woo! We told you it's gonna get fire in here. All right. Are we about to wrap it up? Or you want me to take mine? You need to, All you right. need to give your your All right. I if, don't know if I've if got mine was a warm take. Yours is a I don't think it's a the lukewarm. It's take. a steamy <laughs> take. It's not a hot take yet, but there's some sizzle to it. There's a little steam on no, it. No, I don't know. I let me say this. Uh, and I'll jump right in. I won't give too much lead up to this. Do it. But listen, right on the same line as Mandalorian, there's one thing, and we knew this in the beginning. We knew it, is that they screwed up on merchandising. They screwed up big time. And in one category and one category only, right? And that's the child, the baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. They screwed up. As soon as he hit in episode one, like... Like you could have never seen him again and wanted to buy every toy they made because it's a little peek over the blanket and the little finger. T- boom. We're all sold. Right. Well, and the first episode came out at the end of November. Right. Christmas is a You're month thinking, away. Here it comes. Onslaught. My, it was my kids. I didn't tickle even, me. Elmo. Oh, it was, it was Teddy like Ruxpin. On. And guess what? <laughs> and then we found out I said that Teddy Ruxpin. That's a love it. I, I, I had Teddy Ruxpin. Uh, or at least my cousin did and I played with him. But anyway, um, it it came out and like, okay, we know, oh yeah, we get it. Oh, we we just didn't know it would be such a big hit and you won't have her Christmas. No you problem. Bull crap because they kept such a tight lid on it because they knew it was gonna blow people's minds. Stupid. So so we even accepted that we wouldn't get that Christmas hit, and then the J- January hit, and then the fe- and then and then the and s- then and then the summer and then. So while I have rewatched the Mandalorian and enjoyed even more how cute baby Yoda is Mm -hmm. child. I did in January, February and March place all the pre-orders for anything baby Yoda with all the love in my heart that I was still carrying over from November through December. And now 
I'm tired of Baby Yoda merch. <laughs> You're just done with it. It just it just sucks. It's because it has. Here's the deal. It has no connection with the immediate and welcome back to instant gratification in in our society. It has no connection any longer. And yes, I could turn it on right now and watch him and still think he's cute. But it just like for one, it could be my own fault because guess what I did? I pre-ordered every available Baby Yoda item that came out. And laughably, the first one that I got was was the scale six inch Black Series figure that's behind you. That's this big. You have him. He's up on. Yeah. yeah. Get him and find him. He's right behind you, but you can't find him. And this has been displayed on many a show, including ours. Uh, yeah, he's not focused. He's focusing on uh, TK1234 right now. We didn't even in- introduce. There he is. So two scale. So I got that. Ha ha ha. We're laughing. Then my wife somehow orders a Sensi, the brand Sensi that makes these candles comes. I don't know how they get licensing for Baby Yoda, but they do. Yeah. So up shows this terrible stuff thing. Doesn't even. It looks like Yoda. But it's a baby. It's in a robe, you know. And then comes the Target one, which we were kind of excited about that. Even Pete from around the galaxy got one. He posted it up, and I'm like, oh, and we went and got one, and he's so cute. And then the, sh- shows up the Funko. The big Funko. I shouldn't even. I should save him for last. Then shows up the Hasbro, which three show up. So there's me in January. <laughs> we need three. One for each girl and one for me. No. But all the, I'm already... Yoda baby Yoda out you know and it's so heartless almost like the 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 execution well it be it came when peak Mando we're in a valley of Mando now. of course and and it's, we've all watched it twice it's gonna ramp up again in October once the season two start you know the buzz starts happening and guess what else is gonna ramp up more baby damn Yodas and I'm already over him. And we haven't even gotten to the last two. Uh, you think there's only one, but there's two. <laughs> the last two, which is... 10-inch. We're talking about... We're talking about CEO or designer just going... And be like, we're going to make the biggest, bestest baby Yoda. And out comes the freaking Funko. It's ridiculous ridiculous there's nothing and i own it grab it you don't even want to i own it too you don't even want to because it's like is he disproportionate now i know funkos are made to be have bigger heads than their bodies i get it Mm -hmm. but it's just it's just it's just a slap in the face like funkos just like they just funkoed all over you it is this funkoed all over you they're like here you go number three six it's even number 369 just funko 369. Damn good time. Yeah, times you I'm can they're all divisible by each other. They're all divisible by each other. But anyway, so ridiculous. All divisible by three. I mean, uh just uh, three so is I, a magic number. So I was a little <laughs> I'm not gonna see you just saying, I'm not gonna say they all it's just uh, it was like that's what it pisses me off about marketing. And I know we've seen some anger about Haslab and Hasbro and all their and going to Walmart, going to Target and and looking at the Star Wars aisle during a movie release. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. You and I do our shopping on sites that uh, we have to. We even had Roe on on one of our kind of collaborative pods uh, a few weeks ago. And he was saying, like, I like to go find things in the wild. Roe from uh, Scarif, uh, Scarif, but Red 
uh, squadron five or whatever red squad five whatever but and i didn't disagree with them but then i was like sorry dude the only place you can find anything worth buying at least uh to tantalize yourself the only place i can window shop is online i can't go window shop in a store anymore yeah. i can't go walk through and go you know what i might buy that so anyway there's my rant on on baby yoda merch now guess what still love baby yoda and here's the last one i shouldn't even say it i'm not gonna why There's, not i'm gonna say you it. embarrassed not i'm not embarrassed it doesn't exist yet it, it isn't in my possession yet but i have one more that i'm gonna rant about and ho hopefully rave about but again had is it a lego i don't i'm not i'm not saying had anyone Talk who wasn't it. so busy making a hit show of, like Favreau and frickin' Filoni? Had anyone had a brain at the at in the in the Lucasfilm Star Wars universe to to just say like, "Hey, I'm on set and I just saw that, and if we don't make a toy of that right now, we're gonna lose millions." We could have all experienced it as we should have. We could have been out fighting for them in stores because they would have been. You know, here's the here's the thing we'll never know. How much money did you think they lost? Because I don't know. Because like you said, you pre-ordered the crap out of them and you sure. just got them this summer. Right. Six, seven months. And they're late. coming in much to my disappointment. You know, I love them. And look, my daughter, when it, we went on our vacation, right. she had all four of them. So let's not it, say there's not, there's not. We're, we park our cars in the same garage here. It right. would have been better if they came out at the time, right? Right. We could have hit peak merch, perch, and, and, and TV watch at the same time. Those things could have happened coinciding. But why is Star Wars plagued with this? We you watch you go back and watch the shows and they were like early bird specialists they were all behind the ball. Meanwhile, Marvel's got it all planned out every day. This is the same damn comp parent company for Pete's sakes. I don't get yeah. it. I just yeah. don't get it. Yeah, Star Wars is is it's like Star Wars is like reverse Apple. <laughs> like Apple builds the demand and then can't come up with the supply, I mean, and has a limited supply. They're like half Apple. Star Wars doesn't know they have demand and then. Supplies you later on when you don't want it anymore, you yeah, know, after and, after the I don't know, the the band-aid's been ripped. I'm just off. talking about the mainstream products. I know there's a lot of ancillary products that are that are great and you can buy, but yeah, I'm telling you, man. I'm pissed off at the baby Yoda okay, thing. Because okay. it makes my enjoyment less. Josh. Stop being so controversial. You're just being way too <laughs> controversial. And I want to end Wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna be controversial with how you said controversial. Controversial. You controversial. <laughs> um, How much did I pay for Plo Koon anyway? Yeah, Twenty-two bucks. Yeah, I, let's let's just pull the reins back a little with All our right. with our extremely hot takes. I know here. we're losing. Oh man, I mean, I'm getting sweaty. It's so. Oh hot god. Here. But let let's find let's find something positive to dwell on. Okay. Uh, because I feel like you got a little negative there, and and not for no reason. Not for that was a double negative. Any reason to be honest, but. You came away with this week an outstanding Plo Koon. There you go. Black Series you and go. a very cool vintage DL44 Han style oh, yeah. blaster in its original packaging. See, there we are just pulling ourselves back to happiness, which is just that. That's good. That. That's just gorgeous. Knowing that. Thanks, Andy. Knowing, from 
Idaho. Knowing that makes you happy makes me happy. Whatever. I think that's a good place to end. It's just because you didn't get five baby Yodas that you didn't want. Um, I've got two. <laughs> I've got two. But let me ask you this. Do you have a no, black no, no. I have three. Do you have I, a black series baby? I have Yoda? a black series. Yeah. I have a 10 I gotta inch. I'm going to be honest. That I, could be my favorite now. I have a 10 inch Funko. And then uh, I have uh, a Target. Yeah, the one you gave me. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's, oh, okay. No, I don't have a Target one. Yeah. I just have the, I have the one that you gave me. I'm just saying, I think the Black Series, Baby Yoda, the child. It makes me laugh. Is the best one so far because it's so damn insulting. It was like, I pre-ordered it and they remember they took the picture and it's like standing in a little grove holding the bowl. And then you're like, oh, damn, I want that. Shows up. It's smaller than your pinky. Nice. It's so insulting. I love it. I love it. What is this? It's my favorite. I paid 13 bucks for right. that. You're like, Jimmy, it's okay. It's just a little wad of clay. Perfect. All right. Are we done? I think so. We covered a lot of Thank ground you. today. Yeah. Uh, we're a minute or a, a minute 22. We're in an hour 22. Yeah, we're sort of a minute 22. It just I, makes you sound cool. Don't I, call yourself out. I we're a minute 22 right now. PR. PR. Uh, Thank you for listening to the Hollow Chronicles podcast. We are a part of the Beyond the Blast Doors network, which you can get your daily Star Wars content covered. All of your needs on beyondtheblastdoors.com. Or if you're watching on YouTube, the channel is Beyond the Blast Doors. If you would like to follow us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, we are at Hollow Chronicles. Thank you for liking, listening, sharing, subscribing. Leave us a comment. Even Patreoning. We got some Patreons. We do. So we do. Thank you for that. And we have a thank uh, you for more, supporting us in that way. More uh, exclusive Patreon content coming up. You and I need to do something exclusive too, right? We do. I think it's where we do like the uh, shirtless Patreon exclusive. Uh, yeah. That's that where as a right. Patreon, you don't wear a shirt and then we'll just talk to you. We'll just be great. Yeah, we'll yeah. chat. Thank you. Where's that? Wait a minute. It's got to be your. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's our Patreon account. We'll do whatever we want. <laughs> we'll see what they want, and then we'll do that. Um, yes, but thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back next week, I hope. hope. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in You there. know what? I think we said we would do an untubbing one a month. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. So we be do. on the lookout for Hut Tub Time Machine 3. Uh, we'll do that pretty the soon. The Hut Tubbiest Time Machine ever. More hut, more hoodie, more tub, more tub. Um, yeah, yeah. We don't know what's in there. Andy wouldn't let me peek, so it's, it's gonna still be a surprise. surprise to us. Yeah, it's going to be. So surprise. deal with it. We're gonna we're gonna make it interesting for everybody, including us. All right. Until then, thanks for listening, and go play with your toys. <laughs>